Chapter forty four of the Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chad Horner from Ballyclare in County Antrim, Northern Ireland. Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright. Maybe. Chapter forty four. The Plus Sign. The preacher stood at the front of the channel without book or note, a tall, vigorous figure with a strongly moulded face. Through the open windows of the little rustic church came the breath of the sea and the sweetness of the pines. The day was fair and still, and the sunshine, falling on the white birches, was like the purity of heaven. Untroubled peace filled the wide sweep of sky and enfolded the worshippers. There was no faintest echo of far-off guns, no hint in earth or air of unparalleled tempest engulfing half the world. There was the silence of a world asleep and radiant with the bloom of midsummer. But there was not an ear in which the thunder of battle was not heard, not a heart which was not heavy with a sense of unspeakable grief. The worshippers had entered into the experience of Gethsemane, and were bearing each in the measure of his capability the sorrows of the world. The sea was half veiled by a mist that seemed an exhalation of light drifting in and out but beyond darkness rested on the face of the waters and blackness of thick darkness lay like a pall over the hopes and aspirations of men the earth that had seemed to be rolling slowly heavenward had slipped back to hell when the day seemed to be at hand night had come sweeping back how could the world regain the beauty that had been ravished the strength that had been poured out like water the lost treasures of faith and hope that had been painfully gathered in the long ascent of the race out of savagery the waste of it all was intolerable incredible blasting to faith and the preacher facing the worst and sounding the deeps of sorrow held the cross aloft as saint paul had held it as the glory of life it was not the supreme tragedy of life but the supreme unveiling of the heart of god the mountain of the beatitudes was beautiful with promises of peace and purity but it was a foothill on the way to the mountain of the cross. The sorrow of life expressed in the cross is not a black shadow on a lovely landscape. It brings out the beauty of that landscape and gives mass and power and terrible splendour to its structure. It is not a subtraction from the sum of living, but an eternal addition. It strikes a deeper note and reveals a more glorious destiny for men. Through the dreams of ease and comfort and security it lends a sudden vision of things more precious than ease, more to be desired than comfort, infinitely more to be prized than security. The cross, the preacher said, put a halo about courage and gave courage its spiritual meaning. It showed how transcendent are spiritual and invisible things. Men have died by the million during the past year, not grudgingly and unwillingly, but gladly they have met death not with shrinking but with a cheer in this country we are so much in love with life so eager to share its activities and grasp its rewards that we have forgotten how slight a value life has simply as life how entirely its dignity and worth come from what is put into and taken out of it one crowded hour of glorious life is worth more than sluggish years life gets its value from death for through death the infinite continually breaks in upon the finite and the immortal shines in upon the mortal for death is not interruption but fulfilment of life 
and the cross the symbol of sacrifice and death is the supreme disclosure of god the father in the old testament he is the almighty on calvary he is the god the father almighty in the very heart of the storm in the thickest darkness in the most heartbreaking tragedy the love of the father finds its hour of supreme revelation and not the mountain of the beatitudes but the mountain of the crucifixion shines with the light above that of the sun in the story with which the preacher ended the french peasant looks back across the little village and sees the great crucifix from which the lord had descended to talk with him and as it stands clearly defined against the evening sky he suddenly sees that it is the plus sign gloriously expanded to become the symbol of the vastness and richness of life end of chapter forty four recording by chad horner from ballyclare in county antrim northern ireland